They search through the galaxy. They flown through the stars and they play with the magic. Trying to find you. They won't open your body. They just bow to the But there's nothing like you. There's nothing like you.
Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so glad that you have joined us today. Is King Charles the Antichrist? We're going to talk about it today. Uh, Queen Elizabeth has passed away. And so uh, Prince Charles automatically becomes King Charles. And a lot of people have asked over the years if he could be the Antichrist. And so we're going to cover that briefly here today. And then also talk about the four horsemen of the apocalypse, Doug, because there's a really interesting thing that has occurred. It's called the Red-Green Alliance. That's interesting. Yes. And we'll talk about why in a little bit. But first, is King Charles the Antichrist? We'd love to hear your thoughts on that and anything around the four horsemen. You can give us a call by calling 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be taking your calls the whole show today. 
Well, has he done? Well, I mean, the he definitely Washington. comes from a region where uh, he, we, we believe that the Antichrist comes from. He comes from Europe. He's yes. uh, a world leader. Uh, now he is the king uh, of England. And so, uh, I mean, he is definitely a, a person that, you know, could uh, turn into what we know as the Antichrist. He could evolve into that world leader. Uh, you know, we'll just have to kind of watch that scenario and see what happens. But some things about him do line up. Some things people have made up to to kind of line up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, it's just like anybody we don't know yet. And we, you know, me, bottom line is he is in a position that he's never been in before. Uh, how old was the queen when she passed? Uh, did we say 96? 96, yeah. So, you know, I mean, she's lived. He's 70 or 71? Yeah. So, I mean, he... And not only him, but he's got a son that, you know, is right there behind him that people have also said, you know, uh, could he be the Antichrist? So they're definitely in a position of leadership where uh, they could rise up and become that person. Uh, You know, there are things – there was a book written about Prince Charles, I think, back in the 80s called uh, The Antichrist and a Cup of Tea. And that author of that book uh, explained the reasons why he believed that Prince Charles was the Antichrist at the time. Pastor Baxter talked about it uh, before on his program. He's talked about that book before. Uh, that was the first time I'd ever heard about it was when he spoke to people about it on his program uh, when it was politics and religion. So it's been a long time uh, since that, uh, you know, has been talked about. And now we're watching, you know, him come to a position of power that he hasn't had until now. So, so Doug, back in November, you and I did a show called Is Prince Charles the Antichrist? Mm-hmm. So we're not going to rehash all that out again today. What we'll do is at least in the Facebook thread and maybe, you know, we can get it in the show description on the website um, on Into the H Plus and on endtime.com, uh, the link to that full show. So today we're only going to spend about five minutes on this topic uh, in that show, um, we talked about some characteristics of the Antichrist. And you can read all of those characteristics at endtime.com slash Antichrist. But for the sake of our viewers today, could you cover some of those? What what are the characteristics of the Antichrist? Well, I mean, like I said before, um, one of the things is that he'll uh, come from the revived Holy Roman Empire. And we believe that that is the EU or Europe. Uh, so we we know he comes from that area. He rises up a, uh, among a coalition of uh, ten kings or ten kingdoms and uh, overcomes three of them. That's another uh, thing that we know. There's there's other um, hey, about that three thing. I found yeah. it interesting. Sorry to interrupt, but this no was problem. so interesting. I thought I've got to ask Doug. Um, in the announcement that Queen Elizabeth had passed, they said Prince Charles automatically becomes the king of the United Kingdom and the head of state of 14 other realms, including, guess how many they named? Ten. Three. Oh. <laughs> Australia, <laughs> Canada, and New Zealand. Really? Well, that's interesting. It is interesting. So he, uh, he'll he rule over those three as well. Huh? Well, 14 other realms, hmm. and then including, and they named three of the 14. Well, that's interesting because of the things that we see happening in New Zealand and Australia and Canada right now, mm-hmm. uh, all moving toward this one world government and uh, controlling the people there in those areas. And so, um, 
Yeah, I mean, that's very interesting, Vince, that you bring that up. And, uh, of course, you know, I mean, a lot of people uh, think that there are certain qualities about the Antichrist. One of them, uh, you know, that you find in Daniel 11 says that uh, he'll have no regard for the desire of women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they automatically think, well, that means that he's homosexual. We don't know for sure that that's what that means. Uh, but there's a lot of things that he's going to uh, to do and a lot of characteristics. Like you said, we have actually 50 different characteristics of the Antichrist. Some of the major ones uh, that would make me think, well, the leader of uh, Great Britain could be uh, an Antichrist figure because one of the things it says in Revelation 13 is that the beast, the world government beast, has the mouth of the lion. And we know the lion is symbolic for Great Britain. And so uh, this could be, you know, something that could play into that scenario. We don't know all of uh, all of the, the answers to all of this uh, just by certain prophecies, but we definitely can figure out the region that he'll be coming from. Uh, because of what scripture tells us. Is the UK still part of the EU? Okay, so when Britain did the Brexit, when they exited the, uh, the United, or the, uh, European Union, they're still kind of bound to that agreement in certain ways. Uh, they could certainly, because when it talks about the body being the leopard, we know that that is going to be the main focus of that world government beast is going to be Germany. And um, then we see, like I said, the mouth of the line could be a, a leader from Great Britain. But the Tin Horn Kingdom, that's the kingdom that we see uh, and we believe will be part of that EU. So if he rises up again into some kind of coalition with the EU, that would definitely make that work in that description. So, like I said, we'll have to watch and see what happens with that situation. So, Doug, um, we've got a minute left. Let's make this really plain. Is King Charles the Antichrist? Yes or no? Don't be a politician about this. I wish we could answer it that plainly and say, oh, we know for sure. We don't, Vince. I'm sorry. I wish that we could say, oh, yeah, we know for certain he's not or we know for certain he is. We just don't know at this point. So he could Uh, be. He could definitely be. We'll have to keep our eyes on that situation and just see how it develops. But he may not be. So we'll see. Uh, you can give us a call. Give us your opinion. Give us your take on the, the whole scenario going on right now uh, with King Charles. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, we don't have time to get into it right now, but the Antichrist is kind of intertwined with what's happening with the four horsemen of the apocalypse. So we're going to bring that into light on the other side of the break. So don't go anywhere. Give us a call. We'll see you. We'll be right back. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future. Or call 800 in time. That's 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. Yeah, guys, when people come in and they cuss or they don't agree, or just ignore them or whatever. Just keep it moving. Um, that's all I can say about that. Um, we're going to listen to hear a little bit more 
and then um, I'll give you guys, I'll open up the line if you guys want to uh, call in. So when you see people come in, they cuss or they get in a disagreement, tizzy fit, just ignore that. Just remember this podcast is open to everybody um, around the world. So it's open to any anybody can come in here. So just bear with me on that. Just ignore it. Don't respond to people. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills. But God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV. And now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Also, we have Pastor Marcus with us tonight. He'll be in and out um, the chat, guys. He'll be in the chat. Um, I hope comment below so we can uh, interact with each other. Here we go. We're going to move on to the next. We've been talking about the end time, the antichrist, and things that are lining up and getting in position. Welcome back to Into the Age of Siegel here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. As many of you have probably heard by now, Queen Elizabeth has died, which simply uh, means a lot of things, but one thing specifically, Prince Charles automatically becomes King Charles. And Prince Charles has been on many people's radar as a potential antichrist uh, candidate. We actually did a show back in November, and the question posed was, is Prince Charles the antichrist? He is, of course, now King Charles. We've included a link to that full show um, in the comments on Facebook. We'll try to get it in the description on the post on Plus and endtime.com. But also um, want to make sure that we're very clear about this today. We're not going to get into all those details. We cover it in that show. But Doug, straightforward, as, as, as uh, clear as we can be, is King Charles the Antichrist? What's the answer to that? One more time. So it's clear for everyone. He could be. That's, that's the answer. We don't know for sure. Uh, Do you tend to think that he is? I personally, my personal opinion at this point, I don't think he is. But, um, but that doesn't so. change the, the fact that he is in position where he could – uh, be the Antichrist. We will just have to wait and watch and see what happens in that situation. Is Trump the Antichrist? I think we can safely say that Trump is not the Antichrist because he is not from the uh, area that the Antichrist is going to come from. 
I know a lot of people want him to be, but uh, no, he is not the Antichrist. <laughs> is Barack Hussein Obama? I know that there is one particular gentleman that believes that strongly. But, At least one. Uh, no, I don't believe that Barack Hussein Obama is either. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see. The Bible tells us there's a very specific event that's going to happen, and then we'll know for sure that the man of sin will be revealed uh, when he stands in that Jewish temple and he declares himself to be God and to be worshipped as God. So when that event happens, we're going to know for sure. Now, we may have a pretty good idea leading up to that since uh, he's probably going to be very much involved in the peace treaty with Israel and the Palestinians. Uh, but we will not know for sure until he's revealed at the time that God has uh, decided that he'll be revealed to us. Well, I can assure everyone out there watching and listening, when we believe that we can identify the Antichrist uh, according to what the Bible has to say about this figure, we are going to talk about it a lot, and we are going to be screaming it from all the different medias, making sure that everybody uh, clearly understands uh, what we think the Bible is saying and who is coming out as the Antichrist. So uh, we are not ready to commit until there's some key things that occur. And we've tried to do that for our whole existence. If we don't know for sure, we're going to say we don't know for sure. And we will just wait and pray. And we're going to stay on our God-given purpose and encourage you to do the same in the process. So let's keep praying. Let's keep believing. It's time for revival like never before. Regardless of what's going on with the royal family, pray for them and their loss, and uh, let's move forward with God's missions. Let's go to the phone now. You can join us by calling 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Let's go to John in Tennessee. John, welcome to End of the Age. Hello there. How are you two doing today? We're good. It's good to hear from you, John. There you go. I haven't called in for a while, but then again, you've been doing a good job without me, so I didn't feel the need to add my two cents. You know, when we started talking about what we were going to talk about, I thought John from Tennessee is going to call. So, glad you did. Well, thank you. I I kind of made my opinion on this clear earlier at one point in time. It would be really surprising to me if Charles turns out to be the Antichrist. I can't really see him as the controlling figure. Uh, I can see him as a person who would do most of the talking to the world in general. I could see him as a mouthpiece. And the mouth of the lion, good indicator to me at least. Uh, whether he fits the other requirements that are shown to be the Antichrist, I don't know if he is like a closet misogynist behind the, the drawbridge of the castle. You know, maybe things change, but he doesn't give that appearance in public. And he doesn't have a stouter countenance than his fellows. Um, you know, whether England becomes the country that would rejoin the EU following the Sixth Trumpet War and displace three kings, that would be kind of, you know, something to see unless you count, unless three kings become Scotland, Ireland, and Wales or something. Yeah, but uh, other than that, I really can't see Charles as the Antichrist. I could be wrong, and we'll all know at the abomination of desolation, right. he stands up, whoever it is, and proclaims himself to be God. That's right. So there's you know, my two cents. It's probably only worth about half of that, but that's life in the big towns. 
John, you, you mentioned his countenance and that he doesn't appear to be stouter than uh, his his peers or his fellows. But, uh, you know, that's one of the things that, I mean, I'm, if you've ever seen Prince Charles, like, when he goes to these events and he wears his kilt and stuff like that, he just, he is not scary to me at all. And, no, uh, I mean, I would get the appearance of being more overbearing in appearance. Yeah. Yeah, he he's he doesn't seem like a menacing person, and uh, you know the Antichrist. He, I think he's going to have a little bit more of a of an appearance of being strong and uh, being somebody yeah. that you would kind of fear a little bit uh, based on what Scripture says about him. And, and I just I I don't know that I would be afraid of Prince Charles. Uh, no, I don't, think especially so. if I he had standing up and delivering a message for the Antichrist as being a more acceptable English speaker who would, you know, let the world know that English is the main language and that everyone should use it, you know, whenever yeah. possible. And I can see him having a relationship with the rest of the kings that are part of the Ten Kings and and also whatever Pope is in condition at that time. Right. But uh, as far as being the main man, the Antichrist, Unless being possessed by Satan would change a man a lot, I can't really see. Yeah, you know, I think it I think, would change I think him it a lot too. <laughs> I, I do. That's one one very good point. It's yeah, that would change him a lot. That can make him very menacing. I mean, look at you know, I mean, you look at the the speech the other night that our president gave, and some of those still photographs where he's got that uh, you know that blazing red background behind him, and his fists are clenched, and his mouth is open. Scenario. It's very scary looking, very menacing very looking. Scary very scary scenario because yeah. mainly it matched up with some of the words that he was using. And mm -hmm. You got that little shiver going up your spine saying, whoa. Mm -hmm. I'm glad we've got another election coming up in a couple of years. <laughs> Amen. And hopefully God says, okay, everybody, see what you got when you got this guy. Let's get another conservative back in here so we can operate this place the way I like it to be. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thanks for your call, John. It's always great hearing from you. It's always good love to talk that perspective. to you too. Also, take care. Bless you all and everybody involved in time ministry. Thank you, John. God bless you. Let's go to Melissa in Arkansas. Melissa, welcome to End of the Age. Uh, thank you for taking my call today. Absolutely. Uh, I do not believe that Charles is the Antichrist, but I do have a bit feeling more towards one of his grandsons being the Antichrist. I don't necessarily believe the Antichrist is a grown man right now at this point, but I do believe the Antichrist is born. And so I lean more towards uh, this new age agenda that's being pushed, being taught to a generation of children that is going to be raised up with that ideology more so than somebody of Charles's age or somebody of his son's age, which I know, you know, young people of that age, of his children's age, and participated in the young globalists and all that. But I think it'd be something that a child would be raised in that criteria of a, that young globalist really being pushed from the time they're an infant, you know, to the time that they take their position, that they'd be the Antichrist. Good perspective, Melissa. We appreciate your call so much. 
interesting thoughts there. Doug, do you have any um, feedback there, or uh, would you like that? Um, I think she makes a very good point. I kind of agree with what she's saying there. I'd, There's no way to know, so yeah, yeah. she might be right. Yeah. Um, but we will see, like we've said about King Charles. Let's go to Tom in Texas. Tom, welcome to End of the Age. Appreciate you guys taking my phone call, and uh, just thank you for you guys are really focusing on the most important thing. That's the return of Christ. And, Absolutely. Uh, I, uh, I agree with a lot of what you guys have to say, but there's a couple of things I just want to point out and be it right or wrong. It's just what I believe the scriptures are trying to tell us. Uh, first of all, I have to go back to the reformers when they said, uh, who was the beast? And all the reformers pointed to that one face in the seventh hill. And we all know who that is. But the point I want to make is that people use the word Catholic and they, they say, well, the beast is, you know, it's the Roman Catholic Church. It's not the Catholic people. They're some of the best people you could possibly ask for and very devout people. It's the Roman papacy. Now, uh, just a point to bring up, if we go back to history, uh, probably hundreds of millions of people that were martyred for their faith. I'd like to know who it was that did that. I think we look in the history books, we know who called those shots. So I would like to say we're all looking for the Antichrist, but I think he's alive and well, and I think he's sitting facing the seven hills, and he's really just sitting back and just kind of laughing at the whole situation, everybody guessing. Well, one that gives him his power is the dragon, so... That's all I wanted to say. You guys may have a totally different opinion, but I think the answer is sitting right underneath our nose, and I think the scriptures clearly point that out. So, anyway, thanks again for all you guys, what you do, and uh, appreciate your time. I'll take the answer off the off the phone, and other people have questions. Thanks, Tom. God bless you. All right, Doug. It sounds like uh, Tom is bringing up what we view as the false prophet, right? Which is obviously different than the Antichrist. Yeah, so, I mean, one of the things that we understand from Scripture is that this reborn Holy Roman Empire, it'll have a political leader and it'll have a spiritual leader. Uh, that political leader, we believe, will be a uh, political figure out of that uh, European Union or that revived Holy Roman Empire. Uh, and then it's always had the spiritual leader, and that would be whoever holds the office of the Pope. And so in, in our understanding of prophecy we see in revelation 13 that we have that political leader in the first part of revelation 13 but then toward the end of revelation 13 uh it says and i saw another beast who had uh two horns like a lamb but it spake as the dragon that is going to be the false prophet and we believe that whoever holds the office of the pope and that city of seven hills that that particular person will be the false prophet the spiritual leader that will cause everyone to worship the beast or the antichrist and receive his mark and his number and so we we do understand that um you know the roman the holy roman empire since the time of charlemagne uh you know this is something we've been teaching for a long time that it's always had two leaders that political and that spiritual leader and we believe that that's what the once uh in time one world government will have as well based on revelation 13. All right, let's go to Marianne in Utah. Marianne, welcome to End of the Age. Hi, how are you? We're well. How are you, Marianne? Well, I'm doing okay, as in some of this I'm hearing today. 
um, you know, two days ago when they, um, the new prime minister will be Liz Trout or Truss. I'm understanding that she is quite the socialistic world economic forum type person. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about that? Well, I, I haven't got to study that out a whole lot and look into uh, her background and to really see it uh, yet well enough to where I could, you know, speak and, and feel comfortable about what I'm saying. But I have heard some of the same things that you're saying. And I've also heard that there is some anti-Semitism uh, there uh, toward the Jewish people in Europe in her background. I don't know if that's uh, true or not. Uh, Vince, have you heard anything about that? I don't. Okay. No, so, not so. It, like I said, I, I would have to research her out a little bit more and, and understand a little bit more about what her background is before I felt real comfortable about, uh, you know, saying what I thought about her. Well, you know, God bless the Queen. I, I absolutely adopt her, and her journey was quite a powerful one. And then just Prince Charles, we're kind of putting him as we're looking maybe a possible Antichrist, and then the Prime Minister, new Prime Minister, just might be a part of that whole thing. So just checking in with you to see what you think about it. And I, I thank you, love you both, and uh, I'll talk to you later on. All right, thank Thanks, you. Mary. All right, let's go to Jeff in Virginia. Jeff, welcome to End of the Age. Gentlemen, uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I have a little scenario, I guess, maybe uh, I would like to throw it your way. All right, we, we're coming up on a break here in about a minute, so if you could get right to it, we'll, we'll do our best right to respond. I'll get right to it. Uh, you know, the revived Roman Empire being one that has never fully died off, and the reaches of that Roman Empire was well into Muslim countries uh, back during its heyday. I really believe that the Antichrist will come out of one of those former Muslim countries, former, former Roman Empire countries like Turkey, Syria, somewhere in that Ottoman Empire. I'd like to know what you think about that. All right, Jeff, we will uh, come back from the break and answer your question. Interestingly enough, we're going to get about into the four horsemen, so um, stick around. It'll be interesting to see that connection. Thank you so much for your call. We'll be right back. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. I want to do commercial. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to post on how you guys can subscribe um, to their magazine. I felt led to do that. It's like 19, excuse me, it's like $20 a year and they send you all the magazine on end time. It's really good. The Lord put that on my heart. That last caller, when he said about the Roman Empire, I, I, I God showed me a vision and that's Pastor Mark. Pastor Mark. Um, God showed me a vision of similar to what he was saying, the last caller, and I seen the Antichrist. I think I shared that on my Prophet to the Nation page, and that vision, I'll tell you what, boy, it was something, it was something else. I seen the Roman Empire, I seen gold, and I seen him, like, trying to perform these miracles and all this, and it was a little tiny petite guy. <laughs> and the Lord will show me a whole lot, but I'm, I'll get into that another time. So when I'm listening to this, I'm like, okay, this lines up to what God was showing me um, in a vision in my dream. So, yeah, let's hold tight. Wouldn't the devil come from Eden? Let's see, hold it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, hold on. Hold on. Here we go. One second. 
Okay, we got Brother Matt in the room. Thank you for all those who are tuning in. Can you guys hear? I want to make sure. I didn't want to play the um, commercial, all that. I cut the commercial out. One second, Brother Matt. Get back to you. One second. Everybody in the room. Hey, when you guys see trolls that came in, that came in, I just block them. That's all I do. Don't respond to anybody that comes in and cuss or just brings discord. Just do not respond to that. This podcast is open to everybody around the world and people are going to come in. Here we go. All right. One second, guys. Adrian Stigo here with Doug Norvell. The number to join us is 877-IN-TIME, 877-363-8463. Is King Charles the Antichrist? That's a pretty straightforward question. Unfortunately, we don't have a straightforward answer for you. We can't say yes or no at this point. There are some things that will develop over time according to what the Bible has to say. And at that point, we'll be able to tell you whether or not uh, he or someone else is the Antichrist. And so that's the quick answer. We've talked about it for the first 30 minutes, took some calls and some questions. Uh, Jeff had called in right before the break, and essentially um, there was more to his question, but I think a fair summary of it is uh, could the Antichrist be a Muslim or from a Muslim nation? And we are going to talk about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And so uh, I'm going to, uh, Doug and I talked about it on the break, we're going to hold off that, our response to that question for when we get to that horseman of the apocalypse. Doug, this um, this came on our radar because there's a um, red-green alliance that just came out, mm-hmm. and it's super interesting. And so we thought, we better talk about this, right? Yeah. So let's get into it. How do you want to start? Well, let's just kind of give everybody a recap, Vince, of, of what we believe about those four horsemen and uh, what Scripture says about it. Uh, you know, we, we have a full study. We have a couple, actually, mm-hmm. uh, is – uh, will Islam rule the world is one of them. Uh, the other one, a, a great commentary that we took some of our uh, information from today is the Revelation uh, Volume 1 commentary. So uh, we have resources if you really want to study this out more, uh, but because we're limited on time, we won't be able to really study it out. But uh, the things that are important for our audience to understand, because I know we have a lot of new uh, viewers that come on here every day. So we believe that those uh, four horsemen of the of Revelation chapter 6 are, uh, it's very clear what they are. We're going to let Brother Baxter ex- explain a little bit of it here in a second, but just to bring everybody up to where we are, I think we need to let them know what we believe about the white horse, red horse, black horse. All right. What is the white horse? Okay. So we believe, uh, based on what Scripture tells us, that the white horse is Catholicism, okay? okay? And uh so if you want to look at the scripture that talks about the white horse, and like I said, we have uh reasons where we can back this up to help explain that. Uh but if you want to look at that, that's in Revelation chapter six, verse one and two, describes the white horse. <clears throat> and then the red horse is in Revelation six, three through four, and that uh we believe that the red horse is communism. Okay. Uh, the black horse, because of what Scripture tells us in Revelation 6, 5 through 6, we believe that the black horse is capitalism. Uh, there's a lot of clues in these Scriptures that explain that. And like I said, we have uh, wonderful explanations in our uh, resources that we have through End of the Age Plus and through our DVD studies. So <clears throat> that brings us to the last horse, the pale horse. This is found in Revelation 
chapter 6, verse 7 and 8. And we can show the video now to uh, what Brother Baxter believes about this final course and what it means. So a few years ago, I went back and I looked one more time at the scripture. And it says that the horse is the pale horse. And I looked at the original Greek word for pale. It was chloros. And as soon as I saw it, I thought, chloros? That sounds like chlorophyll. Chlorophyll is what makes the plants green. Then I decided to look up chloros the number of times it was used in the New Testament. It's actually used four times there. The first time is Mark chapter 6, verse 39. It states there, and he commanded them to make all sit down by companies upon the chloros grass. And they translated it green. Well, then I went to Revelation 8, 7. It says there, and all the chloros grass was burnt up. And they translated it green. Then in Revelation 9, 4, it states there, and it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any chloros thing. And they translated it green. Then I finally looked at Revelation 6, 8 about the fourth horse. And it says, and I looked and behold, a chloros horse. And they translated it pale. I thought, why? Something wrong with this. So every time chloros is translated green, except Revelation 6, 8. Then I looked in Thayer's Greek Dictionary. It says the meaning for chloros is green or yellowish pale green. And then in Revelation 6, 8, the new Revised Standard Version translated it this way. I looked, and there was a pale green horse. His rider's name was Death, and Hades followed with him. They were given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill with sore, famine, and pestilence, and by the wild animals of the earth. I looked, and there was a pale green horse. Its rider's name was Death, and Hades followed with him. They were given authority over a fourth part of the earth to kill with sword, famine, and pestilence, and by the wild animals or vicious men of the earth. When I saw that, I said, look at this. So why did the translators translate Chloros pale in Revelation 6, 8, and every other time they translated it green? Well, I've taken a little bit of a foreign language myself, and they taught me in school that when you're translating from one language to another, that it needs to make sense. And if you translate something that doesn't make sense, you need to try to rectify that and to reconcile it together. Can you imagine the translator when he says, and behold, a green horse? He says, wait a minute. I can get a white horse, a red horse, and a black horse, but a green horse is no such thing. I must be doing something wrong. So he went to the possible definitions and he saw pale green and said, ah, I'll just say pale horse. That must be the answer. Well, when he did that, he distorted the true meaning of the whole prophecy because he didn't realize he was not dealing with literal horses. He was dealing with spirits that had special meaning.
So is there another movement like Catholicism, communism, capitalism that has the official color of green? Actually, there is. Daniel Pipes wrote in his book, Militant Islam Reaches America. In the introduction to his book on page 13, it says, the collapse of the Soviet Union in 1991 prompted loose talk about Islam replacing Marxism-Leninism as the West's necessary enemy. In symbolic terms, it was said that green, Islam's color, and I'm not supplying the parentheses here, that's the way that Daniel Pipe said it, that green, Islam's color, had replaced red, communism's color, in the West Rogues Gallery. I saw that, and I thought, oh my goodness. Not only is red the official color of communism, and black the official color of capitalism, and white the official color of Catholicism, but green is the official color of Islam. Researching further, I found out that Muhammad, his favorite color was green. That's the reason the Muslims tried to do everything like Muhammad did. Very interesting there, Vince. Uh, how we can understand that that final horse was actually translated incorrectly, and it was actually a greenish uh, pale or a, a pale green horse that it was talking about there. Uh, so we see these four horses, okay? They're the first four seals of Revelation uh, chapter 6. And you heard Pastor Baxter mention there, Vince, that uh, they were spirits, and these spirits have gone into uh, the world to influence the minds of men and the ideology of men. And so that's where we come up with this information. And this is what we've been teaching for a very long time here. And so it's interesting because of what we're about to read from this article. But a way that you can also back this up is when prophecy, uh, if you can find other chapters, of the Bible where a prophecy will interconnect with another prophecy, it helps to prove what you're talking about there. And so we have one for this particular um, scripture here about the horsemen, and it's found in Zechariah chapter 6, and it's also verse 1 through 6. And so we can get an understanding, and this is how we know that these are spirits that have gone into the world, Okay. Uh, do you want to read Zechariah 6 for us? Yeah, starting with verse 1 says, And I turned and lifted up mine eyes and looked, and behold, there came four chariots out from between two mountains, and the mountains were mountains of brass. In the first chariot were red horses, and in the second chariot black horses, and in the third chariot white horses, and in the fourth chariot gristled and bay horses, then I answered and said unto the angel that, take, that, that talked with me, What are these, my Lord? And the angel answered and said unto me, uh, These are the four spirits of the heavens which go forth from standing between the Lord of all the earth. Yeah, and so there's, there's a lot more to this if you went and read uh, in the book there of Zechariah chapter 6. It gives you a little bit more information about what these spirits do when they go into these certain parts of the, the world. And so we see the same colored horses, except we hear, hear that it's grizzled or bay or grizzled and bay. 
just so you understand, spotted or marked is what gristled means. And then bay means of a strong color. And so uh, we see that this lines up perfectly with the other scripture of the other horsemen that we talk about. And that's how we understand that these are spirits that have gone into the world. And so this is something we've been teaching for a long time. A lot of people uh, have began to teach this now. Uh, it wasn't taught like this before. They talked about these horses representing uh, war and famine and death. And so uh, now we have a better understanding of what these are. Uh, but this next article that uh, we're going to share is, to me, this is uh, very exciting because this is something that proves, uh, like the book that we showed in that clip there, that what we've been teaching is, is spot on. This is something that God revealed uh, to Pastor Baxter and to us. Well, Doug, this article title is just came out uh, yesterday. The title of it is Islamists and Progressives Form a Red green alliance against the individual this is from jns.org it's been covered by you know a number of other sites this isn't a prophecy article doug right this isn't something we put out we've been talking about these colors and the four horsemen of the apocalypse for decades at this point (laughs) they didn't reference us or the bible or some other prophecy teacher this is coming in your headlines, your news, your social media, wherever you're getting this information today, this week. This is happening right now, and it falls right in alignment with what the Bible prophesied. Now, we don't have enough time to get into the story before the commercial break. I always hate starting something and having to pause in the middle and and keep you hanging on that. So, So, Doug, we've got like 20 seconds left. Could you help us with this question? Is the Antichrist going to be a Muslim or from a Muslim country? We believe that the Antichrist will probably come from the the area around Germany. Okay, Now, could they be of Assyrian ascent? Yes, Assyrians were uh, the ones that everybody believes that went into Turkey. A lot of them settled in Germany. So we kind of think that that may be the origin of where the Antichrist comes from. I've been part of the Antichrist family from the Hey guys, I'm gonna open up the lines and have you call in. Prophetess, can you call in? Uh, is your phone working tonight? We're gonna stop right there. Wow, <laughs> we've we've been we've been doing some heavy stuff. We've been doing some heavy stuff all week. Thank you for everybody tuning in to Prophets of the Nation Auto Miller's podcast. I will be sharing how to get in time ministry uh, magazine. And uh, guys, so into the kingdom. It's only $20 a year. $20 will send you the magazine. It'll keep you on top of everything. And this is their ministry. Um, they've been doing this for a long time. They only focus on end time. And they're the, the, the truth. And God led me this way um, to share with you guys so you guys can hear uh, what's going on and, and get the teachings all week long, man. We've been hitting some heavy stuff from Freemasons, from the Antichrist, witchcraft, and all that. Hold on a second. I'm gonna pause that right there and give y'all a chance to call in. So, prophets, let me see, prophetess, if you're available. If not, just go go ahead on. I'll go on to the next caller. But if you want to call in, you hit line one, two, and three to call in. Prophetess, you there? Her phone never works. Okay. 
All right. I don't know. I always try to get her to get in here, and some for some reason she has not been able to get hooked in here. Okay, one second. I'm gonna disconnect you, and if you want, if you guys want to call in, you just hit one, two, and three. The line on top, and yeah, I'm gonna send it back. Okay, one second. Um, if you guys want to leave a uh, comment below, if you don't want to call call in, we'll do that. Meanwhile, um, I'm gonna give you guys a chance to call in the line. You just hit properly. Um, you might have to come back in, come back on. Make sure you have headphones on. I'm not sure why they never let you come through. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but meanwhile, let me let you guys uh get a chance to call in. I'm gonna open up the line a few more minutes. Bear with me. Bear with me. One second here. Okay. All right, let me bring it up here. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son. Those who should believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. Choose Jesus. This is Baby J. Have a nice day. This is Baby J. Have a nice day, guys. To be telling y'all. Baby J stands up. He, he stands up for Christ while she's in school. I thank God for that. And I like always teach your children, like I always say, um, the prayers and the vows of the Lord, because they need it. Hold on a sec. All right. One second, guys. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Yep. Can you got it? One second, guys. Hold on one second. I'm trying to see how I can get bring her on so she can talk here. We've been having so much trouble with her line. It's on her end, but I don't know why they're not. It's not connecting because normally she comes on and um, hold on a second. She comes on and. Hello, this is Pastor Mark Miller. I'm Prophetess Autumn Miller's husband, and I just wanted to take a short minute here and ask if there's anybody out there that does not know Jesus Christ and who he is and would like to get to know him and have a personal relationship, I would just ask you, if you would, wherever you're at right now, just repeat this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I realize that I am a sinner and have broken your laws. I understand that my sin has separated me from you. I am sorry and I ask you to forgive me. I accept the fact that your son Jesus Christ died for me and was resurrected and is alive today. And here's my prayers. I now know my heart's open door and I invite Jesus in to become my Lord and Savior. I give him control and I ask that he would rule and reign in my heart so that his perfect will 
would be accomplished in my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Congratulations. If you prayed this prayer in all sincerity, you are now a child of God. That's right. You roll with God in the kingdom. However, there's still a few more steps that you need to do to follow up your commitment. That would be get baptized in full immersion in water as commanded by Christ. Tell someone else about your new faith in Christ. Spend time with God each and every day. Prayer and in the reading of the Bible, his word. Amen. You all have a blessed day. Amen. So we always got to do the invitation before we leave. Sister Janine, I invited you on if you wanted to come in. If not, no biggie. Um, she said, sis, I thank you for your ministry because I've learned so much and I'm very much interested in more so the end time teaching. Amen. So if anybody wanted to call in before I left, I'm going to try a prophetess one more time. Um, she is a blessing and you guys love to hear what she has to say um, in Jesus name brother Matt if you want to call in you want to welcome if not we understand okay, okay brother Matt you there yeah I don't got no headphones though <laughs> alright you're going to be very very, very low. Let me turn you up here. All right, let me see if Prophetess, we can get her in here. See what These new phones, man, they don't make them with the headphone jack. You got to have, like, uh, Bluetooth. Yeah. I'm checking her. She, she can normally call in. She's Her line, she's on the line, but I'm not really sure what, what her connection is. Go ahead and share with us today, this evening. How you doing? <laughs> All right, brother Matt, go ahead. Oh, well, oh, um, I think this is my personal thoughts, man. I think, um, like I said in the comments, oh glory to God. I think that you know, Antichrist is because he can't be everywhere at once, right? And, and I feel like he's the since he's the Antichrist, you know what I mean? He's got to be omnipresent, like Jesus. So he's going. I feel like they're going to use the metaverse because if you notice on Facebook and Instagram. They're setting that up like hard, like man, they're going hard with that metaverse stuff. And even in the rural areas where I stay, I stay in like the country. So, out of twenty nine years, all of a sudden everybody gets spectrum down our line, and I, I don't think it's a coincidence. I feel like that's heavy on my heart. Like once they get everybody plugged in and online, and that metaverse takes off, that's how the devil's gonna fool people in because. They're already making it where you can take a tour through Jerusalem, and that's a sign right there. And uh, like I showed you on YouTube, man, like they brought this little girl back to life who died, but they brought her back using um, AI, you know what I'm saying, artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. And um, the mama was sitting there like crying, talking to the daughter while they was beside the tombstone. And in that Revelation movie, that's how he deceived the world. He's, when when the rapture happens, when the rapture happens and all of us is gone, and the ones who's left behind, he's gonna make people think that he's Christ. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you go in there, he's gonna like the people that's gone. They're automatically gonna appear. They're gonna use AI and make it appear, man. I, I mean that that movie was so like I was how was I I was um I was like. Not even a teenager, maybe five, six. 
I Mama Shepard in the Revelation movies, but man, everything that they prophesied about is happening now. Right. It August. You really have to watch it. It's um, what I say that movie was. It was Revelation nineteen ninety nine, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, when when God told me to start talking about it, oh glory to God, man! It, I mean, it started popping all over Facebook, like all over Facebook. And wow. when you go in that metaverse, you either not denounce Christ or die. And I and I feel like that's I feel like that's the way that the devil's going to be able to be everywhere at once because he he's not omnipresent, but he's got to imitate God. And he's not going to be some, because see, if I'm not mistaken now, Lord forgive me if I'm wrong, the Bible says that Jesus was a source I look upon. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm right on that, I think, I think, because, you know, me, I always say if I'm not right, Lord forgive me. But Jesus wasn't like a beautiful man, you know what I'm saying? The Antichrist is going to be beautiful. I don't know if he's going to come in a, a version of a man or come in a version of a woman. He, he could come in both, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, he could come as both. He could. He could probably, uh, you know, the Antichrist is he's 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 an angel of light, man, and a false angel of light. So he could come as both, and 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 th- all throughout the Bible, the downfall of man has always been like through a deceivious woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like Sam, like we was talking about this today in the barbershop. Um, you know, Samson, he he told Delilah's secrets, cut his hair, lost his power. Yep. <laughs> Adam and Eve, you know, um, the snake tricked her into eating the fruit, and Adam went along with it. Um, there, there's just so many parts in the Bible where the downfall, even in um, Proverbs, all glory to God, where it talks about, you know, the woman drawing the young man out, and the, 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 the husband man is going on a long journey, and stuff like that. So, he might come as a woman, you never know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be big in LGBTQ though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we see it. It's our. We see how it's that's manifesting. <laughs> that came quick, and Brother Marcus was preaching on that like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, he sure was. He was talking about Brother Marcus Rogers. If y'all know who he is on YouTube, um, you hear a lot of what he's saying. It's everything's starting to line up and come to pass, man. If you don't know Christ. Y'all got to get to know Christ today. Hey, Sing, thank you for liking the show. Uh, I just want to let you guys know, after I read, after we end the podcast, I reload it so you can go back and listen to it at the very beginning. And I pray you guys have been learning a whole lot. And um, this is what God deals with me. And um, he said probably Barack Obama. I think I think Joe Biden, I, when they were talking about, she was calling, let me get that, Mark. Let me get that. Let me get that number. Hold on. I'm going to bring Prophetess on. But I'm going to bring her on through my phone, okay, guys? Because I'm not really sure why. One second. Put that on speaker. Okay. You there? I have, I have okay, here she is. All right, good evening. I, I'm going to bring you in on my on my cell. I'm not knowing... I'm not sure why, girl, you can't get back on my on my podcast. I don't know what's going on in your end. <laughs> I don't either. Can y'all hear? Okay, go ahead, sis. Praise God. Greetings, saints. Greetings, saints. Now, what I'm about to say. Can y'all hear? Yes. Okay, go ahead. I've been listening and I've been listening. But this is what the Lord is saying to me uh, concerning 
the question that says, "Do what? What was the question? Do we believe that uh, King Charles, King Charles, mm-hmm. King Charles is the Okay, but listen to this. Listen to this. What the Lord is has put in my spirit, and I'm gonna read it. Okay, God said, and well, no, let me correct myself. Jesus said. In Matthew 24, I'm going somewhere with this. In Matthew 24 and 36 says, But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Okay, then Jesus come back and says says it again. In Mark 13, 32, but of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Now, I say I got that scripture in my spirit because how can man say who may or may not be the Antichrist? Someone may not agree with me, but this is what the Lord is giving me while I've been listening. Man cannot say who the Antichrist may or may not be. Mm. If Jesus himself is saying no one knows but the Father, how can man say this? It even says not even the angels in the heaven, nor the sun, knows the day or the hour. And of course, we're talking about when Jesus comes back. We're talking about when Jesus comes back. But there's still a point to that scripture. Hmm. If no one can say when Jesus is coming back, how can man say who? Or may not be the Antichrist. Let's just think about that thing. Mm. Can they say that? It says, but only the Father knows when Jesus is coming back. Mm. It says in both those scriptures, Jesus is talking in Matthew and Mark. So if Jesus is saying no one knows, not even the angels know when Jesus is coming, so how can someone say who? Or who isn't the Antichrist? Now that's what the Lord has given me. That's interesting. <laughs> it's very really interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's true, though. That's true. Still on? I can't hear nothing. Yeah, I can't hear nothing.
Something, but it's very, very low. It's like the mic far away. Can y'all hear me now? All right, there we go. Can you hear me now? All right, Sister Janine, you want to call back in? All right, you want to re uh, respond to that, Brother Matt? Anybody want to say anything before we go? That was interesting. Since you're not uh women, since you're not using a headset, bring your mouth a little closer so they can hear you. Okay. Can you hear me now? A little bit, you're still kinda low, but it's all good. What about now? Still low. <laughs> 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 just kinda talk a little louder if you can. We got you though. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, um, to respond to that, um, she had a point, and um, that that was true. But I feel like Jesus has given us the signs because you know what's that in the Bible that Jesus said? Um, he said, "What did he say?" It, it was in my mind. Um, he's given us the signs to look for, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think this is just my personal thought. Um, if I'm wrong, Lord forgive me. You know, I never claim to be right because you know. Just, I'm only human, but I think the corona pandemic was a forerunner of what's to come, though. Yeah. And I'm not saying that the vaccine was the mark, because I know a lot of people who took the vaccine. I'm not saying that was the mark, 
But if you look in the Bible, it says man at in the end of times, man's heart was failed him because of fear, oh glory to God. Because of fear, right. Yes. And so when the pandemic comes, I mean, it's like, okay, so cancer's been out, AIDS, um, diabetes, never had a cure for it. Well, they say they don't got a cure. Corona comes out nine months later, supposedly they got a cure. That's a vaccine. And that's what the devil's going to do. Everybody, like Brother Marcus Rogers said, everybody's looking for a savior to, to save the world, basically. Um, so I feel like so many Christians, when that coronavirus hit and they seen all the death, so many Christians ran for that vaccine. Now, I'm not saying the vaccine to Mark, but I feel like that was a test run to see how many people would be scared into that. Because if the church is shut down, I know me and, me and the deacon were talking today. People still don't want to go in the church house. Mm -hmm. But Jesus, when he went to heal the leprosy, all glory to God, I think it was Peter or one of the disciples tried to stop him, you know. Um, but Jesus, he even went up to the leprosy and healed him. And, and that's way worse than the coronavirus. But you're telling me that something, a common cold that's on steroids can take people's eyes off of Christ? Yeah. So what you think will happen when the Antichrist do come and, and, and the heat is turned up like, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, oh, glory to God. They did not bow. You know what I mean? Yeah, let me stop you right there. That's a good point. I hope y'all can hear him because he's still a little low. But when you said uh, uh, people's eyes got off because of the, a little bit of cold and, and you know, because of the pandemic, basically, just think how people's response is going to be when the Antichrist comes up. And what was you and I talking about the other day? I said, these people are going to end up falling. Oh, when we were talking about, I think maybe he was not talking to uh, you or Prophetess, one of y'all. Um, I was just talking about how, you know, the saints won't come back into the church because they're scared of who's, who's vaccinated and who's not vaccinated. I mean, I said, man, y'all going to follow the Antichrist all the way to hell. <laughs> You know, they don't want to fellowship. Like you said, they don't want to come back to church. They don't want to do nothing. It's like, you ain't vax. We ain't coming around you. And saints are getting mad. Like, Christians are, you know, we got Christians that don't speak to us. Y'all vaccinated? Y'all ain't got vaccines yet? And, you know, come on, guys. Show me a scripture for that. <laughs> and, and, and on another, and this is a touchy subject, but I'm going to try to say it the best way I can. I'm try to say it the best way I can where it won't offend one of the sisters or brothers. But. Man, I'm telling you, and, 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 you know, and the Bible says in the last days, the fathers will be against the mother, the mothers will be against the son, you know, because it's like everybody's going to be against each other. When, when BLM hit, when, when all that stuff hit, vaccine, unvaccine, it's like it's going in order, man, you know what I'm saying? It's going in order. It's like, if, you, if, you, if you're not vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated, um, the BLM, the LGBTQ, the, uh, the China hate crime, I mean, that come out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm mean, Japanese, guys. You know what I'm saying? I'm mixed with everything, so I can talk on you. Yeah. He said he's Japanese. He's mixed with anything, so he can, he can talk on that. Yeah, so I got everything in my family. You name it, I got it. But I feel like, I feel like all this stuff was, was put in place to turn everybody's eyes off of Christ and to turn us against one another. You got to remember... The devil, man, the only way you can take over a great kingdom is the inside out. You can't take over the kingdom from the outside outside in. You got to get inside. When everybody turns against each other, it's self-destruct. It's self you know what I'm saying? We just self-destruct each other. Right. 
there's no there's no unity. You know what I mean? There, there's no unity. I mean, I have I have family members. I had friends that I've been friends with for years, for years, turn against me because either the vaccine or or because I say all lives matter or or because I don't want my kid watching like uh, Disney no more. I mean, because of the LGBTQ. I, I mean, I had so many people turn against me. That's that that's the for that's the forerunner of the, the antichrist, man. That that's how it's gonna play out. It, it, it's it's playing out in front of our eyes, man. And and it's like the people who claim to be Christians ain't even seeing it, man. They're not seeing it. Yeah, they're not. That's why we. I think you and I talked. I, I when I posted the other day, you know, take the scales off your eyes, you know, and you try to help other ones that are not seeing it to wake up and see what's going on. I mean, I've 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 had Christians tell me they, I don't want to hear this. Don't text me nothing, and oh man, it it, it got real. <laughs> and I'm like, well, aren't you like, are we, you know, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ? Like, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, what's going on with you? You don't see what's going on, and especially us prophetic people, man. We see so much, and we be trying to really bring it to the forefront. We get rejected off the break, but we're gonna do what we got to do and keep moving forward. So I thank you for sharing with us tonight. I thank you for coming on um, the podcast. I meant to tell you guys anytime you guys come in, um, use your headphones and um, also if you have trouble hearing you just comment down in the chat. Alright, Prophetess wants something to say. One second, guys. Alright. Yes, ma'am. Praise God. Praise God. I want to say too that yes, you know, I want uh, to elaborate on about when the brother was speaking about his signs. Yes, we do see the signs that the Lord has uh, given us in the scripture. We definitely see the signs, but the point I want to say is you can see the signs, but at the same time can point the finger and say, it's that person, but it's not that person. The scripture says, Trust in the Lord and lean not unto your own understanding. I mean, I know that scripture um, is becoming more and more relevant to me now. How we are to lean not unto our own understanding. But yes, there are definitely signs that the Lord has given us in the Bible. But we got to be careful who we point the finger at. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Look, I'm taking advantage of tonight. Delver didn't, didn't want me to get in the other yeah. day when we was talking about that witchcraft. Yeah. Cause we gonna have to, we gonna have to get on that again. We gonna have to get on that again. Yeah. I, I don't know why you're um, not coming through. Everybody else is coming through, but you, you just you haven't been able. To. I think what I'm going to do with you is, um, when you have free time, I'll I'll open the line or and just you and I and see if we can figure it out or why you can't call in and join join the uh, podcast. Right. Okay. Praise God. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Lean not to your own understanding. Proverbs. Yeah, me too. Um, one second. Um, Sister Destiny is on her end, not my end, because everybody else can get through, but uh, it's always on 
her in. I'm not really sure what the situation or how come she can't get through. Um, because she's she's actually been a guest on the podcast before, so I, I I'm not really sure what the situation is on that. But okay, guys, um, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up for tonight. Um, we are been on here for an hour and twenty minutes. What you guys can do if you missed any previous shows, you can go back and catch the replays. Um, any previous shows for this week, we covered the Freemasons. Um, we covered the Freemasons this week. We uh, Oh, yeah, and I'm getting ready to bring another uh, testimony up about this guy that was in witchcraft and how God saved him and how the evil spirits manifested in his house, what he went through at, when he was practicing witchcraft and how it drove him Christ. <laughs> so I will be probably playing that sometime this week coming up. Make sure you set your notifications on that. But this is where God has me at um, this week. We've been talking about spiritual warfare. We've been talking about the Freemasons. We've been talking about the Ouija board. Uh, what else have we been putting out there, Brother Matt? What else have I been doing? Uh, the Ouija board and all, oh, yeah, and then the demons that, you know, how the nations are coming in a, in agreement with the principalities and uh, things are shifting. And so we've been talking proverbs three and five thank you um we've been talking a lot about that and about and also to start interceding for next month you know halloween and that's when that famous witch i shared her information where she's going to gather twenty thousand witches and they have like a um can't remember what they call it not like a conference kind of like a conference but they have another word for it and uh, y'all heard Apostle Harris the other night, how he told us to look that up. We can see how many witches are in our neighborhood. There's like a site. I'm going to get that information, too. I forgot to put that in the podcast. The, but there's a site that we can find out how many of them. He said, as soon as you put it in, it will pull up. He said, the devil's not even hiding this anymore. Well, she's not. We see that. But we need to be interceding in, in, um, uh, in spiritual warfare, too. You know what I mean? Um, bring these things to people's attention because what state is that in? Um, that is in. I'm gonna pull it up again, Destiny, I, Sister Destiny. I don't know if you follow my Prophet to the Nation page on Facebook, but I have all that stuff in there. I'll try to pull it up. And the um, she's real big. She's famous. Like she's super. And how I found about it because you guys know I'm always on Fox Five in the morning. I'm interacting with the anchors, and sometimes they pull up my commentary. Well, I just happened to see that she was a guest on there. Here we bought a witch on it. Can you believe that? A guest, uh, a witch getting interviewed about her conference. And they were asking her about her witchcraft. And she's trying to normalize it. Well, uh, and talking about that, too. And we also talked about Little Demon with Disney this week. So make sure you guys go back and watch that. And I mean, hear that, too. That was pretty good. Um, leave your comments below. No, it's not in North Carolina. I want to say it's in... Uh, Somewhere out in the Midwest, like Missouri, Kansas, somewhere out that way. I'm going to pull it up because it's real big. And I, Just think about that. That's 20,000 witches, 20,000. And we can't even get two or three or five people in a church on a Sunday morning. Good, good God Almighty. Help us, Lord. 20,000. And guess what? Past, you know, this is what the prophetic people are good for because pastors and all that stuff, they probably ain't thinking about this type of stuff. And they come together. And then, Brother Matt, they release, you know, they unlock these portals and they release these spirits. You know what I'm saying? And well, we got the power and authority to intercede and cut that out in Jesus' name. But that's right. 
That was good. Say that again. It can be a thousand no, but just one Jesus. I know that's right. I know that's right. But um, but it goes back to us being, you know, unified in unity, like you said too. But uh, uh, we come together and pray on these things because we are living in evil times. And earlier this week, we were talking about how the young people, man, you're not even young people. You you're you're no longer having conversations about uh alcohol and, and you know parties and stuff they're all past that we got to have conversations about witchcraft demonic forces because that's what our young people are into now they are at school doing witchcraft as baby jay had told me you know when they go into the bathrooms they're having they just one little girl wanted to do a reading on baby jay and bring her evil eye around baby jay said you ain't gonna bring that evil around me because i got jesus that thing will break <laughs> she sure did but we gotta be aware guys be aware uh just submit to the lord and the enemy will flee yeah in jesus name as prophetess we must inform them before october 31st yes i shared this about that twenty thousand conference um i want to say it was in brother matt i don't know if you remember or not i want to say it was in maybe august july ish it might have been august i think maybe august i'll pull it up again so you guys can see but man it it, it is ferocious and then in august they said they were coming together for a special night and i can't remember it was called a lion's gate or something they were releasing so they are they said on they gave a specific date that they were coming together and pray and they release stuff just like we come together and pray and intercede and stuff the evil is doing a counterfeit doing the same thing you know what i mean so we got to keep this stuff in mind for we wrestle not against flesh and blood i'll put that in the comments joy they got a crystal store here where they can buy oh yeah they do they do yeah yeah crystals are big now one somebody gave my um gave tariah y'all know i have a daughter my middle one that's deaf gave her a crystal and she bought that thing up in here girl i took that thing out of the house so fast and crushed it like it was nobody's business <laughs> and i gave her an understanding like do not bring that in here because it wasn't it wasn't meant for just oh it was pretty they you don't know um when you get these i always tell my kids i mean it's like man you you guys know better stop taking stuff from people don't get no like jay clea she had this necklace the other day oh my friend gave me this necklace i said let me examine this let me see what this necklace is about oh she made it and i had to look at it because they got beads and all kind of stuff we got to be on top of it because the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy and he's doing everything he can with his evil forces with these children so we got to stay on point anybody else got anything to say before we go Saint, make everything pretty and glitter. Yeah. Um, what we did tonight, so you guys understand, this is end time ministry, end of ages, throughout the question, is King. This is not my question, but I, I was bringing it to y'all's attention, so just have the conversation and stir things up. Um, is King uh, Charles, the Antichrist, to bring out the conversation? Because I think I think it was good it just happened to pop up and it fell on my heart and i said let me share with the others and let's get this conversation out here and let's see what the word is saying beat it necklaces yeah beat it with the voodoo got me one time yeah see that's what i'm saying you see what i'm saying he said they make everything pretty and glitter yes he does um joy would you like to say anything before we leave anybody like to say anything before we go brother matt you good Okay, go ahead. So, 
y'all talking about that because um, I think it was Friday in the barbershop. One of my good friends come over and somehow, I don't know where the conversation went, but he was like, yeah, did you know there was a witch that stayed back there in the, um, the circle drive? I was like, nah, I ain't know that. I said, but thanks for telling me. Um, so like that, that's, that's actually confirmation, man. And then he was telling me something about on Netflix, there's this new movie. So beware, there's this new movie. If, if you watch it, it releases stuff in your house and, and things start happening. It, it's weird. It, and by the way, my friend, he's a Christian. So like, you know, he, but it's weird how that conversation just popped up and now we're talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now go back to what you said about the testimony I'm going to be sharing next week. The young man about how he was so heavy in the witchcraft, the things was manifested in his house. That can happen. And I don't know what movie you're talking about, but find out so we can block it. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't watch scary movies, period. So I'm like, you know, oh no. Yeah, is that um? Are you familiar? Are you guys familiar with Stranger Things? I shared that too this week. A lot of the kids love that Stranger Thing movie, and that song too is real popular. I heard it on the um, local local station here because where I'm at now, I don't get any stations, so sometimes I listen to the news or the local station to catch the news and stuff. But there's a song that's real popular with that movie. But anyways, um, Kevin McCarthy, who is a Fox Five movie critic since I'm always on Fox 5, um, I was listening to him um, the other day, a couple weeks ago, when he started talking about this movie. And Baby J was talking about it, which is my daughter, and all the kids were talking about it. And the first sequence, I guess this is the second sequence, the second sequence is very dark and gloomy. And maybe the first one was too, but the first one, I couldn't understand it. Like, I started watching it with her a little bit. I thought it was like a kid thing. No, it's not a kid thing. I told her to turn that off. And then the second time when Kevin McCarthy started talking about it, and then I got to looking at it, this little girl was elevating from the grave, and her eyes was back. And I said, whoa. (laughs) We got to turn this off. (laughs) So we got to be aware of these things that our children are being exposed to. Everything is not good. Amen? Y'all there? Okay, amen. All right, these kids now are so easy to accept the wrong influence before accepting the truth. And Prophetess, I'm glad that you said that because my middle child, I'm going through that with her right now. Everything is love and we support and I said everything anti-God, that's what they want to come in agreement with. And and you try to tell them the truth and they just wrestle you down. And um, everything's my rights. Y'all know what I'm talking about. My rights, my body. no. And, you know, be in relationships with this and be in relationship with that. No, no. But this is what's going on in the schools. You know, you got to remember, you know, they don't they're not taught that at home. But when they leave and go around the other children, man, kids are kids are the biggest influence. You know what I mean? On our children, when they go when they go out, they'll follow them because my friend is doing it. Now I'm going to do it. And they're not coming from, you know, godly homes. And then. You know, and then not, and then you're not there, and then the enemy can get your children while you're not there. You know what I'm saying? They're not covered. <laughs> true, true. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in high school, this ain't gonna lie. When I was in high school, now that I think back on it, see, I didn't know no better. So, I think no, I could have been in middle school. It's, it's been a while. 
but they'll just magic trick, right? Mm-hmm. Magic trick. So what you do, you lay a pencil on the desk, and it's like you draw, like, I don't know how many circles around it. And then you pinch it, and it'll move wherever you go. And see, I, and see this is coming up in when I was in, like, middle school. So you imagine how bad it is now. And I, and I didn't even think, like, then that it was something bad, you know. I just thought it was something normal, you know, something fun to do. So you imagine what they think now if, if they don't even know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That little 10 minutes, like you talk, what you're talking about, then that little 10 minutes in that bathroom, them kids real quick and have a reading and say, oh, yeah, that's another thing I was talking about this week, the seances in the White House. Um, so everything this week has been on witchcraft, period. And see, I told the Lord put on my heart, and I brought up, I don't know how I got into it because I was talking about the Ouija board and how parents are buying the Ouija board for Christmas, and they think it's no big deal and so forth, which led me, with the little Holy Spirit leading me into the seances at the White House. Um, President Lincoln's wife, when they lost their when they when they the Lincoln family when they lost their child to a sickness, the wife was grieving so bad she just couldn't take it, and then they started having these seances so they could talk to the child, which y'all know that wasn't that was familiar spirits. I broke that down on my Prophet to the Nation page if y'all want to go back and read the the teaching on that, but it was really good. I said I told I had my grandmother laugh and I said, boy, I wish I would have known that before I went to the White House. I was they did it in the red room. I said I got pictures in the red room and. <laughs> And everything, I wouldn't know it, okay? She said, oh, you're all right. You're covered in the blood. I was trying to be funny. But, yeah, but see, the, them spirits are probably still in there. Whatever they conjured up, ain't no, you, y'all know daggone well nobody going back in there and praying in that White House East administration and pray stuff out of there. Y'all know that stuff is in there. But they had a seance. And, but, see, these young people are doing that, too. Everything dark, these are what our young people are into, and we got to pay attention. Oh, yeah, Brother Matt is on my page. I have to introduce you. I'm always talking to him. I'm always tagging him. You guys could probably see him in uh, the tag from tonight from to leading y'all to this show. He's a dear, close uh, friend, family friend. We love him. Um, Pastor Mark and I, what are your Facebook? Okay. You can put your Facebook in here, and we're going to call it a night. Uh, Prophet to the Nation, Autumn Miller. On Facebook, on 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 Facebook, it's called a prophet, a prophet to the nation, Autumn Miller. Oh uh, yeah, that somebody. When you see that, that means somebody entered in. That's their screen name. She she said they were all dark clothes. What happened? Oh yeah, they wear all dark clothes. Yeah, they call it um, they got a new name. What they call it um, back in our day we say golf, but baby, you know, like gothic. But baby J calls them like the emo, emo and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know how they. Oh man, it's so much in the seeing eye. You, if you see the young people with that blue eye and all that, the seeing eye. And baby J was telling me what it meant and all this stuff because the kids are talking about it at school. I'm like, Lord, Heavenly Father. This is what, y'all see this? This is what we're dealing with. We're not dealing with, oh, we're going to go kissing, you know, back in the day, it was like, oh, we kiss, you know, trying to sneak a kiss and doing all that stuff. No, these kids are in witchcraft, okay? It's it's real. 
um, Mason. Okay. Ma- oh, Marilyn Manson. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, emo, emo. Thank you, sister. Thank you. Yeah, the emo. Yeah, you're right. That's what it's called, emo. Yeah, Marilyn Manson. Oh, yeah. That's a whole other level. <laughs> well, I got a lot of people. There's some people on my page that are some hardcore Marilyn Manson pay, uh, fans. Yeah, he's dark and he's still dark. I don't know. He, he hasn't changed from my knowledge. Yes, cover them in the blood of Jesus. Yes. Please share the link. Oh, okay. I will. Are you asking for the Facebook link? I can't wait until we expose the enemy. Right. If you guys can put your, before we go, because some of you guys want to connect with each other, if you guys can put your screen names on your Facebook, if you want, so we can all stay connected. Because normally people who uh, follow me, they end up, we all becoming family. (laughs) We do. We all become family. And I appreciate that about you guys. You guys trust me about who I connect you with and so forth. Uh, Brother Matt and I, I don't know, man. We've been connected with him and his family for a long time now. I don't even know how long it's been, but I thank God it was the Holy Spirit led. So he's he's family to us. Uh, Prophetess uh, Pamela, she comes on and she speaks a word. I'm going to have her come back on. I got connected with her because I do stuff with Bobby Jones, Gospel on Beats. Well, he's not on BET anymore, but um, I'm, I was scouting for the Impact Channel. And somebody led her to me, and it was in we beginning to have a relationship. Sissy, Sting, Pamela, okay. So we got Sting, and we got Sister Janine. I don't know if she's still in the room. Yeah, Miss Pamela, you can follow me at Coconaga the Barber. Where are y'all friends? Um, just Coconaga the Barber. Yeah, you might, Brother Matt, you might have to type, type that in the chat because you're still kind of low. We can hear you, but just in case they miss it, just type it in the chat if you get a chance. Yep, there you go. Thank you. Y'all can follow him. Uh, Everybody's in the room. I think everybody in the room is in the United States. Um, I have a lot of big following in Africa, too, but I don't see them on because of the time frame. It's night here. It's night here, and they're doing, you know, they're they're ahead of us. Okay. What do you you think about, um, this is just an oddball question, I guess, but being Japanese, you know, um, if you ever heard of the Yakuza, right? Okay. So they get tattoos on their back of their ranking. Right. And what do you think about that? You do you think that they gain some sort of power from that? I, you know, I don't have much. I'm be honest, I don't have. But I'm glad you brought it up because you know me. I'll go investigate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't have much. Is that a cultural? Remember, you and I were talking about that. Is that a cultural thing or is it a ritual? Um, it's so like whenever you're in the yakuza, it's like um the higher the rank, mm-hmm. um the the bigger the tattoo. Like some some get tattoos of dragons, um animal faces, and and now I've played and because I'm Japanese, you know I buy all the video games, mm-hmm. like Japanese video games. From what I know, it's um, it's like I don't know, man. I, I just feel like some people think they think they can get power from tattoos like that, man. Um, you have to research it, but that that's 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 something you know I would like to know. Yeah, well, you you uh hit me with the information and let me investigate. But from what it sounds like, 
it's a cultural thing, but yet it's probably not of God. <laughs> yeah, uh, because I I don't want to speak on it until I get to get to really looking at it. But yeah, you know that ritual. You know, because you know that when we were talking about the Freemasons earlier this week, uh, all the stuff they had to do. And it, that's kind of similar except we're just talking about a tattoo, you know, symbolizing something that it should be. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I don't want to speak too much on it, but yep. Okay, ask Sissy, what's your handle? Okay, power of God, not over us. Okay, everybody good? Because they'll shut us down here in a little bit. Well, thank you for tuning in to Prophet to the Nation Auto Miller's podcast. You can find me on Facebook under Pro- A Prophet to the Nation um, Auto Miller. Um, we just thank you guys for tuning in today and tonight. Matter of fact, we're going on midnight <laughs> all around. Some of us are in different time zones, but um, I want you guys to, if you guys want to be a guest on the show, um, you guys can just direct message me and we'll set that up. If you guys have a commercial about any of your businesses, remember this is heard all around the world, so it doesn't matter where you're at. So if you're in North Carolina, which uh, Sister Destiny is in North Carolina, sorry, girl, uh, North Carolina, um, and Prophet is, you know, if you, wherever you're at, if you got a business and you wanted to be on a commercial here, I'll do that. I haven't been running no commercials here lately because we've been having so much information that need to be put out, but I do run commercials, and I'm here to support everybody's ministry, businesses, whatever. We we want to see y'all come up, so we're this is a platform for everybody just not about me it's for everybody whoever um wants to pour out into the kingdom into the air okay um sister joy do you have anything to say before we go girl you got anything you got anything are you good everybody good we good all right amen amen god is good that's right he is brother matt Pastor Mark, I said, peace out. <laughs> yeah, uh, he is. Would you Would you feel led to be, say a prayer for us tonight? Um, sure, I can. Okay. Yeah, she put, before you do that, yep, she put the tattoos. Now, let me tell you a funny story about the tattoos real quick, because y'all know, y'all know Pastor Mark is covered in, and for those who don't know, Pastor Mark's my husband, Um, and our outreach is called Crosstalk Outreach Ministry, so that's my home outreach, so if you guys are looking for us, you can go to Crosstalk Outreach Ministry. He was actually on the line, but he fell off asleep here. <laughs> he was, I was on the podcast the other night, and he was sitting, he, if y'all don't hear him on, trust me, he's. He's right by me. He he was snoring and everything. I was like, oh my god, they probably hear him snoring. <laughs> He's over here with the headset on, snoring. But um, yeah, real quickly, Pastor Mark, um, his tattoos was beforehand. But now that he saved and God called him in, and we go into churches, boy, if y'all could see the looks. Oh my gosh, one pastor was like, cause he got one of his tattoos was um of the devil, and like it was supposed to be like a heaven and hell scene. And I was like, what was you thinking when you was doing all this? <laughs> what was you thinking? So one of the pastors, when we, we went in, he didn't have a long sleeve on because we were just at a, like a regular fellowship at a church, right? We got invited. It was a regular fellowship. So we didn't have to be in 
nothing fancy so he, all his tattoos you can see his tattoos and one of the pastors was like oh my god that's the devil and uh <laughs> and i was like great baby you see what i'm saying i said that's why you could you should have wore a long shirt because these people would be tripping they don't know your past life they're gonna look at you for now which we shouldn't do though but um yeah he and when he got all his all his tattoos is dark he got the grit what do you call that the reaper and scorpion i said lord heavenly father thank god for jesus <laughs> i said why would you get all that that well i was trying yeah okay well i thank god you're saved but uh that's just my just funny story but people there was something the lord gave me i wanted to say about him if people can get past the way that he looks and look at his heart now they they you know they will see god but most of the time when they see him they over even you know the believers we we, we run into we run into this a lot they judge him right off the break and don't even know he's you know he's a man of god he's a man that loves christ and and after god's own heart amen so let us not to be quick to judge the book uh before you know the person there's been times when he's been called to preach and some of the ushers set him in the back of the church because they didn't know he was a speaker for the day because they, they were looking at him the way that he looked and um it, it's just it's just terrible so we got to just love people and, and not not just look at it, the people first and make a judgment. <laughs> but anyways, look at the heart. Yeah, other people like him will come because they will see Pastor Mark. Yeah, yeah. My mom, my mom, my grandmother, me, my mom, and my grandmother, my mom's mother, we were all on the same page when it came to Pastor Mark. We didn't see his tattoos. We saw his heart. But my other grandmother, uh-uh, honey, she was she had the flashlight. <laughs> she had the flashlight on him. Like, I'm watching you, and I'm, she's old school. Like, mm, boy, she couldn't figure it out. But God showed me in a dream. He got called for to be around pastors one time. We were doing this thing in the community, and God showed me in a dream that people were, you know, that's what people do. They judge him as soon as they see, him, you know, they're looking up and down. Then they know that we're in a racial relationship. Um, he has a black wife or vice versa that that can that we've been through all that too but we just thank god for his grace and mercy so i just share that with you guys is you know we got to understand each other's ministry and support each other's ministry and not not make a quick judgment amen there are so many ministers that have tattooed before they were saved yeah yeah mark's fully loaded i mean there's not a place on his body that i could tell you that probably his feet <laughs> His feet is probably the only place. His chest, his stomach, let me see, his chest, his arms, his back, back of both legs, and um, his hands. Everything's tatted. <laughs> Everything is tatted. And he's going to come. I'm going to have him come on more if I can get him to stay awake and share his testimony and things that he's been through. Because you can look at him and tell, I mean, this, I, am, I am saying this. You can look at him and tell he's been through some things. His tats tell a story. That's why most people get him because they do tell a story. You know what I mean? Yep. He's been through a whole lot. So I love you guys. I don't want to keep you any longer. Yeah, his feet is the only place that I, I know. Everything is tatted. I'm like, oh my gosh um and everything's so dark he does he do got some crosses and you know some things on there but he got all his kids names on his hands and i'm like lord jesus thank god for jesus <laughs> but anyways i love you guys father god let uh brother matt pray for us tonight and we're out of here go ahead brother matt it's up to you
I'm gonna just say the Lord's Prayer, you know. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. For thine is the power, the kingdom, and the glory, forever and ever, in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We thank you. He said the Lord's Prayer. Thank you, Sting. Thank you for everybody coming on. I love you guys. And make sure you follow A Prophet to the Nation, Autumn Miller, on Facebook. Um, I put a lot of teachings up there. And I come on the podcast throughout, so you gotta set your you gotta set your notifications so you can catch me. I've just been giving out a lot of teachings. I hope you guys been blessed. Make sure you like the show, guys. That just moves me up in stats so people can see the podcast. So make sure you like the show. Make sure after I reload it, you leave a comment so people can see it. So like, comment, and share. All right, God bless you. Love you guys, and I'll be praying for you and your family. DM me if you need anything. I'm gonna be coming back to have prayer. Um, we're going to open the lines up where people can have prayer requests and we'll be praying for you. Okay. Love you guys and take care.